Hey, welcome everybody. You're on the Embrace Church podcast listening to a segment we like to call Cut for Time. Thanks for joining. My name is Jason. I get to host this show. I'm really excited. I'm sitting down today with our very own Sir Toma campus pastor, the one, the only Travis Fink. What's up, Travis? What's up? <laughs> that was a cool what's up. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. We are, I mean, it's, it's, uh, going to be it's thanksgiving week you're probably maybe listening to this on thanksgiving with your family <laughs> yeah, i'm sure that's exactly what they're doing all right <laughs> uncle frank cut the turkey and then we're going to turn on cut for time yeah. oh hey cut for the turkey oh my gosh and so i hope you're listening to this on thanksgiving because it's cut for the turkey what's up fam <laughs> what's up fam hey uh martha okay put uh, slow down on the mashed potatoes you've had enough oh martha hey it's fine you, it's thanksgiving you oh, can have you what, know you what you need you're right. I came off way too harsh. It's mostly because uh, like mashed potatoes are probably my favorite thing to have on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So anyway, no, Martha, keep eating. Everybody <laughs> oh, keep, enjoying, keep, en- <laughs> keep enjoying all your food, everybody, because wow. we all know you're listening to this around the dinner table. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to the point here. You gave a message this past Sunday. Yes. Um, and our No Think series, you were ending it, right? It was the end of our No Think series. Yes, sir. And now we're, we're going to jump into Christmas. But before we do that, we're sitting down talking about this message. Uh, what did you talk about this past Sunday? Yeah, so the whole series is all about um, being thankful for uncommon things, um, yeah. things that you wouldn't even be thinking to be thankful for. And we just kind of highlighted some of those. So um, this week we talked about the uncommon things of being thankful for what you don't have. Yeah. Um, so we always kind of just human nature, right? We always want what we don't have. We're always looking across the fence. We're always, you know, shopping in different stores. I'd really like to have that. I'd really like to do Grass that. Grass is greener. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah. and so the the entire message is about being thankful for the things that you actually do don't have dude it was awesome i yeah. promise it was great appreciate that you brought a balloon on stage i did <laughs> very exciting so kind of funny about the whole balloon story so i was uh, i was driving to st cloud minnesota two weekends ago okay and i was kind of brainstorming the message of like what hey i know i'm gonna be talking about being thankful for what we don't have yeah. what are some pictures or some different things that i could bring this idea to life and uh, i literally just spent like two hours just brainstorming ideas for the no message way. and um over at sertoma we've done this thing called a bible party where we do a bunch of balloons for different things and i was like man like we have that really sweet balloon pump what if i filled the balloon as an illustration for how our life gets so full of stuff that we don't have any room for anything <laughs> else and i was like sweet let's see if that'll work dude so. that's awesome i remember we were in the conference room listening to your message before sunday and man that was probably the loudest noise i've ever heard is that balloon machine blowing it up yes and a balloon popping in a small room full of you know six well, people it's it's a very ominous very scary feeling just <laughs> listening to the and then nobody likes balloons popping anyways yeah, yeah. but then with the noise going along with it it was just like very like audioly stimulating for audio-ly you audioly stimulating yeah. it's good I yeah yeah that's the it word sounds right <laughs> well um, cool. so yeah so that's awesome you and before I, I want you to talk about kind of what you were trying to mean in that illustration for anybody who hasn't heard the message yeah. a little bit but um backing up you you talked about solomon a lot and yeah. i kind of want to give some uh if you would give some background on solomon why you chose like how did God lead you to that perspective and that story and all those things in context of your message? That was really cool. Yeah. So whenever possible, I try not to just like lean on my own thoughts and opinions. Of and course, when yeah. I knew that I was going to give a message about being thankful for what we don't have, 
um, Solomon just like literally did this, right? And yeah. I, I talked about in the message how, you know, Solomon asked God for wisdom and uh, God made him the most wise man that had ever lived. And because of that, um, he was able to essentially do whatever he wanted to with his life. Like he was able to get whatever status he needed to. Mm-hmm. He was able to acquire all the wealth that he wanted. He was able to try all these different things. And the scripture says that his, his wisdom stayed with him the whole time, uh, which is really fascinating because like for, for us, if we were to gather every single thing we could ever want, um, and that includes, you know, like, you know, the things that we think about gathering other than stuff and possessions yeah. we'd maybe want to gather, like, you know, drugs and alcohol or sex or all these sure. different things. And like, and Solomon, kind of a weird thing in, the, in the, what I read, um, it said that he had a harem, uh, which a, a harem is just like essentially another building where you keep all of your like concubines, like uh, mistresses and things like that. So he like listed like, this was one of the things that I gathered too. Like I had all kinds of fruit trees, but I also had a house where I keep all of the women that I sleep with. Oh, my jaw is dropped right, yeah. dropped right now. You can't see that right now, but yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. So like, so sex, every single thing, but he was able to keep his wisdom with him so he wasn't he didn't get caught up in all of it he didn't lose his mind with all of it he was Whoa. literally doing an experiment he's like is there anything on earth that could make me happy because i'm not sure it can but god's going to let me keep my wisdom so that i can actually perform this experiment all the way through and not get caught up in the women not get caught up in the wine that wow. he mentioned not get caught up in the wealth and really see at the end is any of this actually making me oh happy so that's like an important nuance to why it was yeah, important it that god gave him wisdom um, so anyways, but yeah, and then at the end, he came to the conclusion, like, hey, I literally had, I mean, he's Jeff Bezos, like he is Amazon's founder, like multi-billionaire dude yeah. of his time. And he said, it's all meaningless. It's all chasing the wind. Wow. I can't grab any of this happiness, this joy that I'm looking for, even though I have everything. Dang. I don't, yeah, it, that, that wisdom has to be supernatural because even in your message, you talked about how you like stuff. And I think we all like stuff, yeah, right? It'd be yep. like to have the ability to actually get all the stuff. Yeah. I don't think. And not get caught up in it and yeah. not start to start to believe what people are writing about you type of thing. You know, that, that's some of the problems with celebrities sure. and platforms and things like that. Like they, they get all this status and then they start to believe what people are saying about them, you know, Dang. but, but Solomon's able to like, you no, know, like keep a really, really clear mind about all of it. And he's like, no, it's, it's all meaningless. Oh man. So then going back to your balloon illustration, like, which I thought was really good. Um, tell me a little bit about the end of the message and then we'll get into like what, what had to be cut that you couldn't dive into. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea with the balloon, um, is the balloon, it represents us, our lives, our hearts, our souls are just what we, what we exist to be. And then the air that we added to the balloon is all the stuff that we have access to, uh, with our life, all the things that we need, the necessities that we need for life, like food and shelter and clothing. And then all the other stuff that we would want for our lives, like, fancy clothes and cars and you know all these different things just anything that would distract you uh anything that you want to put into your life whatever it is and um so we talked about how your life gets so full by striving for all this stuff all this status all this money whatever it is and at the end like there's literally no room for anything else Mm. um in the in the message we talked about like Um, what are some standard things that we're thankful for? And we're thankful for things like our family and our friends and our health and all those different things. And what we talked about in the message is that um, our lives get so full with trying to acquire wealth and trying Mm -hmm. to acquire possessions that we end up not, not because we're bad, but because there's just no room, we end up not having any room for the things that are most important, things Mm -hmm. like our relationship with Jesus, things like our relationship with our family, just because we're so full of this other stuff, we just don't have any room for anything else. Oh. How do you, yeah, dive into that more? Because like, how do you, uh, 
prevent that from happening right like what is what are my steps because i'm thinking right when you say that i'm like oh yeah i know all the things i'm adding to my yeah. balloon right well and, and I, you know so i <laughs> i don't write these messages for anybody else i hope that they're like beneficial <laughs> to everybody else but like when i give a talk i'm just like what do i need here what can yeah. actually help me sure uh because i live That's in cool. the united states and i have access to a lot of stuff and i'm thankful and blessed to be able to do a lot of different things and make a lot of different choices and for mm. me, like what what I keep coming back to with that balloon illustration is is one, if I fill my life so much, it will it will be so full that there's no room for the things that matter. That's one thing that I kind of keep in mind. Sure. But the other thing is, is like there is a cost to every decision that you make Oof. and there's a there's a time cost to it. So it's going to take your time. There's a financial cost. It's going to take your money. But there's also a cost to your soul, mm. to your heart. And when you're, you know, I use the example of like scrolling through my phone, shopping, looking at different things and missing out on my one-year-old daughter waddling around the living room. Yeah. Like there's just, there's a cost. So now like whenever I pick up my phone and think about doing some scrolling, looking on, you know, Zillow or looking on whatever car buying website or whatever it is, I think to myself, there's a cost to this. Wow. Like there is a cost to this. It, it it could be totally fine that I'm doing it, whatever. But there is a cost. Me doing this means that I'm not doing something else. Um, and if it's too big of a cost, it starts to yeah, it starts to destroy. That's what we talked about in the message. It starts to pop. Yeah, yeah. So, dude. And when that thing popped, it just went everywhere. And there's probably an illustration there, right? This too. balloon disintegrated. <laughs> this is was not a normal balloon. I got it from just a regular party store. It wasn't like a special weird balloon. But yeah. usually a balloon will explode into like a piece or two. Yeah. And this thing like shattered like shrapnel style, dude, it like was everywhere. exploding shotgun balloon. Uh, it was it was absolutely yeah. insane. And in the first service, uh, I had a balloon just sticking on my shirt the whole time. In the second yeah. service, I had it in my hair. And then the third service, yeah. I finally just was able to walk away clean. But yeah, <laughs> you know, thank you Jesus. We all you know walk away clean. It's wonderful. <laughs> the third service the blood of jesus washed over me he did i'm gonna take care of you travis you've been faithful um dude that's awesome um thanks for sharing that i i wonder too was there anything else that was that you couldn't dive into or didn't have time to get into with the message on sunday that you want to talk about here yeah yeah so i did a lot of research going into the message and one of the things that i got to do was i got to sit down with a couple of missionaries uh who live down in haiti we have a, Mm. a partnership with uh, well, we, we've uh, built a school, uh, Embrace has, and we have a relationship with Mission Haiti down there. So I met with a couple of missionaries from Mission Haiti uh, just to get a different perspective. So they live in a third world country, right? They don't have access to yeah. all the same resources that we do here. And I just wanted them to talk about, like, what does life look like for you, particularly in the area of, like, happiness and contentment? Right, because that's what the message was for—like to be thankful and be content and all yeah. these different things uh, for what you don't have. So let's talk to some people who actually don't have some of the stuff. See how they're doing. Wow, that's cool. And uh, they're like, "Here's what life looks like in Haiti. You want to find food, you want to find water, and you want to find shelter, and that's what you want for the day. Like mm-hmm. those are it. Those are the needs. And then outside of that, um, it's just like living in community, doing life with your friends and with your family, and um, and he gave a really, really powerful illustration. Um, so essentially, so I wanted to, I wish that I would have had like a whole nother message because I wanted to talk yeah. to us uh, here in the U.S. because I actually asked them the question like, hey, you're going to be moving home at some point. Mm-hmm. What's life going to look like different for you in the U.S. now that you've lived in a different place? And they were just like, it's going to look really, really different from what I've seen. And And so I wanted to like equip us right now, like living in the U.S. Okay, be thankful for what you don't have. But like, what do we do if we do have a lot of stuff and um 
And so I wanted to just like share this idea of like, just because it's in front of us, just because we have access to it doesn't mean that it's ours. Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean that it couldn't be for somebody else as well. And, and he talked about, um, that like whenever you give anybody who lives down there, anything, uh, their first instinct is to share it. Wow. Which is so crazy because oh we gosh. like gather, 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 oh, gather, yeah. and we want to keep it to ourselves and whatever. And their first instinct, even though they don't have anything, how do I share it with others? Is to share it. Wow. And so he actually sent me these, this picture that I, gosh, I just wish that I could have used on mm. Sunday. You can, show it, you can show it right here, right now to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, picture this. No. Um, so, so it's this, uh, these two school kids, and yeah. one of them gets a sucker. And the first picture is the person who got the sucker sucking on the sucker. And then the next picture is them handing the sucker to the next person and them sucking on the sucker as well. They're like, just any little thing that they get, it's just like, well, this is what I needed. uh, So I got what I need. uh, And now I'm going to pass it on to you. Mm. And it's just like, that's just their inclination. They just do life in community. They're trying to like rising tides, raise all ships essentially. So like whatever I get, I'm going to help raise you up as well. And I just thought this was such a powerful illustration for us. It's like, hey, just because it's ours doesn't mean it's only for us, right? Like there's an opportunity for us to bless so many other people in our community. Um, And like sometimes it's just like we don't even understand it. It's like, no, but like my paycheck is mine and my house is mine and my car is mine. It's like, but what if it wasn't? Hmm. Like what if it wasn't yours? What if just because it's in front of you doesn't mean that it's for you? Wow. So – and that's it, it seems like an insurmountable wall when you haven't like done that right when you haven't shared that or it's not your default thought process mm-hmm. but i feel like we all know that once you get over that it feels you feel the richness of it yeah. right yep. but every time we get back to that wall yep. and it's like how do i step over that again yep. it's like why does that happen you know mm-hmm. uh it's a really cool thought man that's a really powerful image what are some next steps for even me when looking at being thankful for what I don't have and having the right things in my life that I should and things like that? Yeah. I mean, I just like, I just think about kind of some of these trigger statements or some of these reminder statements that we talk about. Like, like I mentioned, like when you pick up your phone, like just thinking there's a cost, there's a cost to this. When you, when you go Mm, shopping, like there's, there's a cost to it. And it's not just financial and it's not just time. There's a cost to your soul. Um, with it. And and as far as like really being thankful for what you don't have, like just understanding that, like, it's just, it's not going to do what it promises. Like the thing that you're searching for, it's not going to do what it promises. And like I said, it matters so much who's given this message and it's, it's Solomon. Like he experienced it. He had it. The thing that you want is not going to give what it promises. Wow. And if you can just like actually believe that, and it's really hard to believe those things. It's like, <laughs> yeah, day to day. It's like, yeah, you know, uh, you can't buy happiness, but I'd really, really like to just try it. Maybe I can. <laughs> it's like so, Solomon, believe me, he tried. We yeah. can believe him and we oh. can take him at his word. So it doesn't, doesn't do what it promises. So if we could just actually believe that, that'd be really helpful. Dude, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing today, man. Of course. This has been incredible. It's a pleasure, oh, Jason Smith. As always, if you want, we could hang out for another five minutes and talk sports or like talk. Dallas Cowboys, you know. how appropriate on Thanksgiving, the Cowboys will be playing <gasps> the Buffalo Bills. They are? So people are probably yeah. listening to this right now and the game's going. Exactly. Like, yeah. Let me do a play-by-play. Yeah. Touchdown Cowboys, obviously. <laughs> and oh, another touchdown for the Cowboys. Oh my gosh, they won. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. It's yes. so great. It's good. <laughs> 
you know, for so I'm a baby of the '80s, late '80s, um, oh. but grew no up in the '90s, uh, cheering really, really hard for the Cowboys. So a lot of people will know this, but like mm. Cowboys and Bills played each other a lot in the early '90s in the Super Bowl, uh, and the Cowboys won almost every time. Wow. And they really haven't played a lot since then. So this is kind of yeah. like a special. So I'm sure that on Thanksgiving Day we're going to hear all about the the '90s rivalry between the uh, the Bills and the Cowboys and how no the Cowboys. Way. One, but then, you know, I still cheer for him, but 25 oh, hey. years later, we're not seeing any. You're a proud fan. I love the, your cowboy boots you wore today, and you're just styling, just, repping all the way. Wearing cowboys. <laughs> These spurs were unnecessary, but I decided to wear them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, man, thanks for sitting down. Man, if, if whoever listened and got to this point right now, praise God, you're awesome. <laughs> and, uh, Good try. <laughs> if you haven't, though... Um, if you haven't listened to the last week's message that, that Travis gave, I encourage you to go back. It's the podcast episode before this one. Please subscribe to this podcast if you want more encouraging conversations like this every single week. And, man, we hope that you kick off Christmas with us this Sunday. Get your get your booty to a campus. I don't know why I said that. I never say that. But get to a campus. Travis, do you want to give a shout-out to Sertoma? I know you love doing that. <laughs> What's up, Sertoma? Services at 9 and 1030 over Ooh. at Tomatoma. We'd love to have you. It's Christmas all over the place. We're kicking off a new series called A Glimpse, and it's going to be incredible. So make sure you get there. Okay, that's all I have for you. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.